This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he lifts the pie and what's the goal? This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. <laughs> Sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host, coming everything sport, international, local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, or even if you're chilling at home watching us live on YouTube. Right, okay, we've got a great show. And you know, today today has a, a different feel to it because it's a, it's a birthday day. And I, and I say that because someone I know, well, actually two people that I know, it's their birthdays and they're twins. And they're starting the teenage life as well. So we kind of have to give them a happy birthday. So happy birthday to Kuthum and Hussein, uh, who are part of the Reset community. And I wanted to give them a huge shout out on Pulse95 Radio. What's coming up on the show? Right, let me tell you. Do you need a why to endure a how? Now, when it comes down to purpose, a lot of the times, whether it's sports or whether it's life, we kind of focus on what our purpose is. And that gets us through the rainy days. So we're discussing today what our why is and how we can get through it, through endurance and through tough times. And we did face tough times in 2020. By the way, if you haven't checked out the video that Gabby and Mario did, the Pulse95 radio video, cat recap of 2020, go check it out on Pulse95 radio. It's incredible, really, really good stuff. And it shows all the presenters from all the shows talking about the year, which is great. Not only that, Meze Ozo bids farewell to Arsenal. Now, there's a lot behind this character, the footballer, the person, uh, his beliefs, the contract situation, a footballing decision, some people say, is why he was left, left out of Arteta's team. We discussed that today and him going back to Turkey and what that means for Ozel and his career. A roundup of Europe's top action mixed martial arts and UFC is absolutely booming right now. And they are here in the UAE. Fight Island is happening. Magni's fighting tonight. But a certain Irish fighter is taking all the praise and all the shine this week as he fights Dustin Poirier on Saturday at Fight Island. So we talk about that as well. And I also want to hear from you. If you have a why to live can you endure anyhow that's the question of the day stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is the halftime show with omar aduri oh he loves the pilot what's the goal this is the halftime show with omar aduri on pulse 95 nice strike Uh, let's get ready to rumble! We are back. Welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. Thank you very much for connecting and spending the time with me. Shout out to Ahmad as well. We've got all, all, all different ages, different backgrounds, different races that tune in to the Halftime Show. And I'm so happy to spend this hour with you. I'm going to make it worth your while. Right, okay. One of the, the big, big talks, especially during January in the transfer window, is who's going to leave and who's going to come in. Now, for those that aren't into football, let me break down this scenario for you. You are uh, an, an, a professional that has won the World Cup, okay? You represent Germany. You've played for some of the biggest clubs in the world, including Real Madrid and Arsenal. You're very strong in your beliefs. You're very spiritual, which is actually a very good thing. And also, you have moved to Europe. Now, when you've gone to Europe, you play for a great team called Arsenal. 
Now, it goes really well in the beginning. You become one of the best players at giving assists. Now, at this stage now, through the managers, one thing starts to come across and portrayed to the media is we need to keep this player. And in doing so, this player is now offered £350,000 a week. Yes, £350,000 a week. Now, no one's saying that this is the player that picked that, but this is the deal that he was served. So in getting £350,000 a week, he now has, let's say, cemented his future and quite well off and everything's fine but he is earned that he played for Real Madrid and actually was quoted to be the second best player at Real Madrid which is a huge thing regardless of the time or perspective so Meze Ozel is the person we're talking about today now three or four managers down the line Meze Ozel is looked at as someone that doesn't work as hard doesn't give the effort or put the time in in terms of tracking back because of his position and this is where we're going to start off with now the number 10 position in the world of football is kind of a dying breed. Now, if I say that to you, if I asked you to name me five number 10s at the moment, you probably struggle. Even if I asked you to name two. Now, Mez Ozil was the best or one of the best players in the world at assisting attackers forwards. Anyone who was playing up front loved to play with them. However, the way time has changed and the way formations have changed and coaches' mentalities have changed, in the system, especially in the Premier League, it's very dynamic. And having a dynamic system, you cannot carry any passengers. And what I mean by that is if you're not putting the time in, if you're not putting the effort in or tracking back or covering, especially the way that the central defenders nowadays play, they don't just defend, they're able to play from the back. If I talk to you about Virgil van Dijk, if I talk to you about Laporte, if I talk to you about even players like David Luiz, the, the, the fact that they can play such... Um, fast passes through the lines whether it's over the top or on the ground it's able to really uh, let's say really show someone's weakness now Meza Ozil hasn't been the best at defending but in doing so now he's been kind of found out that nowadays you have to base a team around him you can't base him around a team and that's why he hasn't fit in the system now that's regarding football situation but however it's been much publicized that Meza Ozo has not been playing for Arsenal. The reason being is they said it was football reasons. Now, I don't blame Mikel Arteta for that. I blame the people, the advisors and the people who have made that decision behind the scenes, whether that's Edu, whether that's Vinay, whoever it is, they have decided not to play. Now, I always say there's so much more that happens behind the scenes that we don't know about. Doing so, the contract situations, the loyalty bonus, which was reported at 8 million that he received for being loyal at staying at Arsenal was already ludicrous knowing that he's been paid so much money and he hasn't played. So I think one more kick of the football at Arsenal and he probably would have got more money. And I think financially, it wasn't something that Arsenal could do and that's why they didn't play him. Now, they came out and said it was for footballing reasons and I don't think it was. I think it was mainly to do with the contract situation that he had. Now, a lot has been said about his religious beliefs, his spiritual beliefs, and this is something I really respect about Meza Ozo. He stands by what he believes. He's very spiritual, irregardless of the religion. Now, he is a Muslim, which is fantastic, but he was very strong in his beliefs, his mentality. He feels he was treated a little bit harshly, especially with, uh, you know, the whole Wuhan china incident and things that you know came across regarding them stopping to actually show meza ozel and show arsenal because of ozel and his beliefs and 
the things that he felt there was a lot of injustice there moving forward from that he has now got the move to Fenerbahce and in doing so a lot of the players have tweeted and messaged and and thanked him for his services but he was still allowed to train with the first team I don't know how how good that would be for morale especially when he would do something good for example how you know the other players would feel about that he has now left the club and I think more than anything especially on the show we like to look at the positive side of things and I think that a lot of people are now appreciating the good things that Meza Ozil did instead of looking at how much he got paid um, how sometimes his tweets could be quite patronizing when he would send out a message on Twitter or on social media there were so many factors there and I guess we'll only find out when he does retire when he is allowed to speak about things these are kind of the factors that I think Meza Ozil in himself is going to come out with the real story because Arsene Wenger spoke about him as well and a lot of people have discussed the Meza Ozil situation what do you think of the Meza Ozil situation has he left with a sour taste or are people appreciating him for the good things he did and will he still have the motivation to play and I wonder if Fenerbahce will change the style of play to accommodate his position. Now, that's very, very interesting. Text me on 4215, or slide into my DMs and let me know what you think of the Meza Oza situation, leaving Arsenal to go to Fenerbahce. But coming up next, the question we raised is, do we need a why to succeed and get through the dark days? And not only that, but if you have a why to live for, can you endure anyhow? Think about that. Let me know. I'm going to play some Sam Henshaw. We'll be right back after this. Enjoy, guys. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire. Then. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host, coming everything sport, international, local. Thank you very much for keeping me company. Shout out to Hidayah as well, who's in the building. She came in during the break and just kept me company. Always brings a smile. And she is uh, Mikel Atiyah's sister and one of, uh, one of our favorites in Reset as well. Right, okay. So the question we have of today is, do we need a why to endure anyhow? Now, sometimes I like to relate things to sport, but I also like to relate things to life. And when it comes down to that, the purpose aspect really adds an element to get through the dark days now let's say we look at some of the best athletes in the world we look at you know Kobe Bryant rest his soul Muhammad Ali Roger Federer Tiger Woods John Alomu you know all these people Michael Jordan all these superstars they've gone through a lot to be able to get through where they are and we always hear about the success but not often about you know the challenges that people face and that's exactly why I'm asking you do we need a why? Because it's very easy to just, you know, say, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore, I'm done. And that is the factor that we, we look at here on the Halftime Show, the mental game. Uh, Omnia Saleh mentioned it earlier, the emotional side of things. You've got the physical side of things. And as we get older and more mature, we are able to endure things mentally. However, the body reacts a different way and the body follows the way the brain moves and grooves. And that's what Jim Quick told me when he came on the show. So... Purpose is kind of really, really interesting. I, I I look at these athletes. I look at someone like Conor McGregor who's fighting this week, for example, and I kind of I kind of ask, why is he fighting? Why is he fighting if he's got all the money in the world? He has sponsorship, sponsorships, endorsements, 
everything. He does not need to step into the ring and risk his livelihood, risk his health. He doesn't have to do that. He's got two kids and one on the way. So it's three kids in total. You know, when you step into the cage, when you box, when you fight, when you get into the octagon, it's not a game. It's it's a part, it's, you know, it's, a, it's, it's putting it at risk. So the fact that he's able to, to do that, his why is a lot, a lot deeper than just trying to be cool or trying to, you know, um, get a bit of limelight. He doesn't need that. He's, he's an incredible athlete. So him fighting Dustin Poirier this weekend has absolutely driven the UFC world crazy. Looking at how things are, it's it's insane the amount of traction. Like tonight, there's a fight. Magni's fighting tonight. UFC Fight Island's on tonight. But everyone's still talking about Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor that fight then will they fight Habib Habib had an, uh, a meeting with Dana White Dana White mentioned it earlier and that that's kind of where I'm taking you guys with the story if you have a why what is it text me on 4215 it's a salat or do or slide into my DMs and let me know do you have a why and and does that help you endure any how when you when you face challenges when you get a lot of things that really test you mentally physically all these factors does that get you through it yesterday my cousin Yasin was talking to me about you know what my why was and something that happened the other night he was actually he was actually not teasing me but we were talking football there was a game on I was really um I was kind of under the weather I was feeling a bit groggy my nose was runny and all sorts of stuff and he turned around and he said Omar we have a tactic board in the room Omar if I play this formation what are you going to do with this and, I, and, I, and for, in the beginning I was kind of answering him while I was watching the TV oh you just have to do this and that and then he said well what about if I change it to a a, a six at the back Italian style looking at the old Italian defensive formations the way the patterns were what would you do in the midfield what's the point of that what if you're losing one nil and he kept asking then eventually I didn't know what he was doing eventually I got out I got off the, the, the sofa went over and apparently got quite um, not aggravated but, but quite into it so I was telling him listen there's no point playing this if you're trying to defend the leader and I, and I really went into the talk with him and yesterday he told me that is your why your why is to coach you live off coaching people making feel, people feel better and you know what that gets you through the rough days because financially it might not always be rewarding you might not always get what you deserve when you're coaching because you're not going to charge someone for every minute you talk to them you're going to give and you're going to give and you're going to give and you try and give as much as you can and do more just to be able to fulfill something in your heart that you believe is the right thing the universe does serve up in a different way but we do have even as coaches we do have rainy days we do have days that are very challenging and you kind of wake up and you wonder why am I doing this if you know if it's not as financially rewarding or a nine to five or etc the whole point of that is through what your roots are how you were raised what you believe should be done if you weren't raised a certain way how you believe people should be treated and how humans should be looked after and I think that's something that from a personal perspective keeps me doing what I'm doing after 18 years of coaching and that's why I kind of ask you the question do you have a why and does it help you endure a how? 4215, it's a lot or do or slide into my DMs and let me know. We still got people commenting on the Ozel situation, so we're going to take a break, play a little bit of a Davido, Summer Walker. I know you love this tune. Here, enjoy it. Here we go. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Paduri on Oh, he loves the fire. 
This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice. Sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. Hope you're having a great day. What a show it's been already. We've spoken about Meza Ozil, the situation, contract, personality, religion, culture. We spoke about that. I had a few people messaged in saying, you know, they don't believe he was treated right. And then we also spoke about, you know, do we need a why to succeed to get through the dark days? And if so... Do you need a why to endure anyhow? And what I mean by that is we get so many different questions that sometimes we ask ourselves those kind of questions. Why? Why did this happen? And and how did it happen? And what's the purpose of this story? What can I take out of this? What's the perspective? There's a lot of things that sometimes when something happens, you can always look at the negative side of things and you can look at the positive side of things. And, and I was actually listening to a podcast the other day and uh, and Nietzsche was, was, was speaking about his methodology when it came down to that and finding your purpose is not that easy by the way it doesn't matter what age you're at I think sometimes it's the experience uh, whether you're you're just coming out of university or going to enter university and you want to find out what your purpose is what you're passionate about and you want to do it or even if it's something that when you're in your let's say in your 40s and you're still trying to find what is it that I love? What is my passion? What am I looking to do? How can I fulfill, you know, going into work and not feeling like it's work? Those are the questions I think overall that, you know, a lot of people ask themselves those questions and, and it's getting a lot of traction, by the way. Sama, we miss you a lot, Sama. The music has been decent by RR. I'm not going to lie. It's been decent. Um, but yeah, Sama, we miss you. Um <laughs> <laughs> RR is going to give me so much crap after this. But yeah, so so regarding that, that that's kind of like how we've taken with the show. Omnia Saleh jumped in. Hidayah jumped in during the break. If you're on the Instagram live at Omar Duri, you get a chance to see them. Uh, Omnia, you know, with the cookie emoji, she, she got me some treats today, which I'm trying to be very good. And then you've also got the idea of Hidayah, who actually put a filter on. Do you get offended, by the way, when someone takes a picture of you and wax on a filter? I don't know, man, but I love Omnia. She's, she's a sister from a different mister and... and, and Mikey's uh, Mikey's sister. So, right, okay. So, um, when we're coming into this this segment now, it's kind of a segment where I take a lot of the comments that you guys have spoken to me about and and kind of twist it in. UFC is happening at the moment. Magni's fighting tonight. I was invited to go down tonight. I didn't get a chance to go because I've obviously got training and things like that. Shout out to my RBO crew, by the way. Um, a lot of the talk is about is about Conor McGregor and about Dustin Poirier and about those fights. By the way, did anyone watch the Max Holloway Qatar fight? Wow, Max Holloway looked incredible, and his boxing, his boxing was so on point. The amount of strikes landed and the amount of strikes thrown as well. His efficiency. He was even talking to the, you know, the commentators while he was throwing the punches. It was so impressive, man. I love watching a display of someone who a lot of people feel that you know and i i'm probably one of those as well max Holloway was robbed from that second fight especially the championship fight to be able to to beat volkanovsky and 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 now brian ortega faces him now if brian ortega wins and we had brian ortega on the show before i'm, I'm sure you remember that um it's on the youtube as well past night five radio when brian ortega came on the show he was talking about mindset talking about doing the boring things rather than trying to do things just that looked fancy he said you had to focus on re uh resetting my training my nutrition my sports science so i looked at that and i and i know he's not going to be an easy fight 
for the championship fight. And I hope, I really hope Brian Ortega does win. Not just because he came on the show, but because from the transition he's made in the fight game has been so impressive. So I hope, I hope he wins that. But Max Holloway was incredible. Now Conor McGregor is fighting Dustin Poirier and it will be at Fight Island. Looking at that now, I'm kind of thinking to myself, stylistically, Conor said he wants to finish it in 60 seconds. Is that a de- you know a decoy for what he's trying to do? Is he maybe trying to go and let's say out wrestle, out grapple Dustin Poirier? Dustin Poirier has his hands up and he's covering his face so he doesn't get knocked out in 60 seconds. Connor switches levels, maybe a couple of kicks to the leg, one hit to the face, and then maybe takes him down and submits him. Listen, if that happens, I'm gonna cut this up <laughs> and put it on my Instagram because I think when you we called it we've called him mystic mag in the past but i think when you when you we spoke about visualization as well when you actually visualize something and you announce it publicly now everyone is watching everyone's kind of you know the game plan is if this comes to life and he finishes the fight in one minute then all of a sudden habib is on the equation we're looking at that and we're thinking because let's face it, I don't think GSP will drop to 155 to fight Habib and, and therefore that 30 and always is, is under question a little bit. But I'm looking, I'm looking at the division now and I'm thinking McGregor Habib third fight. Um, oof, that would be amazing. Amazing. A second fight. So it would be it would be it would be amazing. Why? Because he Connor said something the other day. He said I know how to beat him. He fought me on my worst day and I fought him on his best day. So that tells me already that there's nothing left in the armory of Habib to be able to put that forward. And, and now I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, do I believe Connor? Is he is he just selling that fight? Is he trying to wake up the giant to get back in? And Dana White did have a, a meeting with him the other day and kept it very ploy. He said, you know what? Habib's going to be watching and he wants to be wowed. I don't know what's happening behind the scenes but something tells me that if conor mcgregor wins this fight convincingly everyone is going to start to draw parallels and everyone's going to say habib needs to fight him again now if he does look good we know that conor does not need to fight this is why i'm talking about wise in the show he doesn't need to fight he's already got all the money he needs to be able to to live well him and his family and that's why i'm very interested to see how this fight goes on let me know what you think 4215 it does a lot or do will conor mcgregor beat dustin Poirier? and if he will does he deserve to fight the incredible habib nomagomedov we're coming up right after the break enjoy come through one of my favorite tracks and we'll be right back after this enjoy this is the halftime show with omar Paduri on Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It's time. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. Shout out to Derek, Ish, Terry, Almas, Murad, Isa, Nashat. Happy birthday to Hussein and Kulthum. A special little shout out to Ammar as well. Then you've got Hidayah, Omnia, Mikey, RR, Sama, who's tuned in from across the world. Focus, 
JTDXB as well and everyone else who's connecting Masoud as well and Shayma God everyone everyone Debo Florin thank you so much guys for spending this time with me and uh, and I really appreciate you guys taking the time out we spoke about Conor McGregor we spoke about UFC Fight Island we spoke about what is your why when you have to endure how and that came down to not just athletes not just professionals but also with our goals you know people are talking about new year's resolutions and sticking to them in january and the hype and all that kind of stuff now we're kind of wondering if we can endure that and especially on those dark days what's going to make you get up again and do it so that's another thing we spoke about meza ozel god that took a lot of traction and a lot of people spoke about that today shout out to ikram who's also just joined in Ikram, you're a bit late, you know. <laughs> Ikram, I'll send you the YouTube, don't worry. Um, so, yeah, so across all these things that we spoke about, you know, there, there are things. We've had, actually, uh, a lot of comments coming in, a lot of messages and thoughts about the Meza Ozel situation. The fact that, you know, the man stood for what he believed. He, he tried to stay positive, and now he's gone to Finabachi. A lot of things about him being a Muslim, about being mistreated, being an outcast. Or his original roots are Turkish, but he's represented Germany, won the World Cup with him, was the second best player at Real Madrid at one point. So, so many factors there that, you know, people look at and sometimes people only see what's in the media. I'm sure, uh, you know, there's a lot of good things that Meza Ozil has brought to the table and we kind of appreciate that a little bit. Right, okay. We've had some fantastic guests and I like to reach out to a few people normally and ask them, you know, to come on the show and everything. And um, we're going to have Super Swede on probably next week that's going to be good uh, Kenzie a, a, an incredible squash player she's going to be on as well but if you guys always if you guys um, know of anyone that you want to be on the show now obviously you know Messi and Ronaldo and those guys maybe one day but for now you know we'll, we'll just have to watch them on the other side of the world but if you do have people that you think especially based in the UAE that you think would be great on the halftime show that can offer a lot in terms of insight on mental health, gut health, their own personal experiences, their journey. Let me know. Slide into my DMs at Omar Duri, and ideally, if you know them, tag them as well, just to let them know that you know there's a cool show called the Halftime Show that's on uh, Pulse 95 Radio in the heart of Sharjah, and all of our episodes get uploaded on YouTube on Pulse 95 Radio as well. So thanks to Super Mario and Gabby, they make it commercial and ad-free and put on a lot of great content on here, which is. Which is great, man. I've, I've loved being here. And we had a recap of 2020, which just came out. Uh, a really good video. Head over to the Pulse Night 5 Radio and check it out. It's just a lot of things have happened in 2020. And it almost feels like a couple of years condensed into one. But that's what's happened. And now 2021 has kind of, you know, uplifted a lot of people. And hopefully, hopefully good things coming our way. Uh, Almas is saying the organizers of the YFL, they're so amazing. Yes, I do believe so. Um, that would be good. The AWFL have been on here, but the YFL could be, could definitely be an option on on, uh, on the show. We like to highlight international and local, you know, coaches, athletes, stars, people that do a lot for the community. So let us know. And uh, yeah, we are reaching full time on the halftime show. Coming up next is the afternoon correct with Mika Ati and Aishal Mazmi, and shout out to Hidayah as well for making an appearance between the uh, commercials as well which is fantastic have a great day guys and i will be seeing you very very soon stay blessed guys peace this is pulse 95 tune in live every monday wednesday and saturday from 3 p.m 